0: Today, I would like to talk about regulating your emotions, okay? Now, I think that this is probably one of the most underrated topics out there because when you think about it, I mean, emotions rule everything, right? Emotions rule everything. Logic is very hard to find a lot of the times, right? They say common sense isn't so common, right? So emotions rule everything. Um, and, and basically pretty much 99.9% of the decisions that you make are made because of an emotion. So we do things because we like them and we avoid things because we don't like them, right? And even, even today, think about your day today. Is there anything that you didn't do today or anything that you did today that you didn't like doing, right? Did you, and did you make yourself do anything today that you didn't like doing? Probably not too much, right? Maybe you hate your job, right? Which is fair, but you like being not broke more than you hate going to work, right? So there's even emotional there. There's even one's better than the other. So everything we do is tied to an emotion. And what happens is because there's a finite amount uh, amount of emotions, right? Stress always feels like stress. Anxiety always feels like anxiety, right? Sadness always feels like sadness. Joy always feels like joy. There's a finite amount of emotions we can all go through. Now, because there's a finite amount uh, amount of emotions, what happens is our brain, our brain is so freaking smart, our brain starts to make connections with these emotions and that and the actions that these emotions usually cause. And so our brain develops a pattern and what the brain does, this is really cool. What the brain does is it notices that over the years, right? If you're older than five years old, this is what your brain does. It notices that um, these, when these emotions came up in the past, whether it was stress, anxiety, happiness, when these emotions came up X, Y, and Z happened, right? Now the brain doesn't look at what stimulated the emotion because that's always different, right? A stressful day at work or a fight with your husband, those are two different stressors, but you're still gonna feel the exact same feeling of stress. Your brain no longer looks at the stimulus, they respond to the emotion, and then what they do for you to make your life easier is they say, okay, I'm gonna subconsciously, I'm gonna remove the decision-making process for you. I'm just gonna take all the data I've collected over the decades, and I'm gonna say, okay, when she used to feel like this, this is how she acted. So I'm gonna take away the decision from her completely and I'm just gonna tell her to do it. And so this is a really good example if anybody would consider themselves having binge eating habits. Does anybody feel that way? So you get binge eating, so you can't just stop at one bite, right? You can never have just one bite. If that's you, this is kind of what's happening. And it goes to other habits too. But basically your brain is saying, oh, I'm not going to let you make a decision anymore. I'm going to make it in the background for you. And so the brain thinks it's helping you and being super efficient, which it is, but it's not consciously helping you because now what you feel and what you think is that uh, this is uncontrollable. What's wrong with me? Why can't I stop this? Why do I always, you know, it's all or nothing, right? I can't have chocolate in the house. Otherwise I'm going to eat the whole bar right we start to think that certain habits are out of our control and we are powerless to try and fix or rewrite all because our brain just decided to make the decision for us that's all that it was it cut out where we had to think about a decision and then act it decided for us and it told us to act and we think it's that it's this crazy impulse controlling us when really it's just our smart brain that that just That just registered an emotion, an emotion that you felt in the past, that you've dealt with a certain way in the past, but because you've dealt with it that way for so long, your brain now makes a decision for you. And so this is a habit and a process happening all the time, right? You ever do something and you're like, why the heck did I do that? Or I know better than that. Or I know that that's not good for me. Or why I shouldn't have done that. Or I should have have done this, right? You know you should do something, but you don't do it. It's your brain in the background making decisions for you because that's what you've built it to do. That's the data you've given it over the years to pull from, which is crazy. So in theory, if we give it new data, it will make automatically new decisions, right? If we gave it different data, it could make just as uncontrolled as you feel when you have one bite, you can feel super in control, just as quick, just that quick, that quick Powerful signal, reaction, thought, whatever that, whatever the brain decides to do, it can be just as easily a good outcome as maybe it is to to follow through a bad outcome right now, because emotions are all the same, right? Once you felt stress once, you know what it feels like. Once you feel overwhelmed once, it doesn't feel different. Maybe it'll feel more intense, but it's the same feeling. We all know what we all know what that feeling is, and. You know, if you do have habits right now, like think about it, if you do have habits right now that you are struggling to overcome, so think about maybe one habit you've had for a really long time, it can be health and weight loss related or something else. Think of one habit you've had for a long time and you've been trying, haven't you? I'll give you credit. You've been trying to do better, to change it, to maybe drop it or maybe replace it or substitute it. But here's the issue, ladies. Here's the issue. The habit is not the problem. The habit is not the problem. It is the emotion that stimulated the habit that is the problem. The habit is an outcome. It is a symptom. You don't go to the doctor to treat a symptom. You go to find a cure. So we can't keep focusing on symptoms all the time, right? If you wanna fix a bad habit, you can't fix a bad habit by focusing on the bad habit. You have to go a little bit deeper, take it back a layer and say, oh, when I feel this emotion, my brain tells me to do this. My brain makes this decision for me. So this habit is caused by the connection that my brain has formed to that emotion. And when you look at it like that, you no longer feel shackled to that bad habit. You now are tasked with how can I create new stimuli when I feel that same emotion? And the good news is that emotion can be stimulated in so many different ways, right? There's good stress and there's bad stress, do you agree? And so if stress is the emotion that causes, let's say, late night snacking. Well, then stop trying to get rid of all the snacks and focusing on late night snacking. Take it to the stress and say, okay, how can I simulate positive stress and, and react differently and start creating new connections? It is the emotion. Your brain is such a well-oiled machine. It is working in the background the entire time, and you have no idea But you can take control, but you have to realize that there's control that needs to be taken first. And you need to make sure you know where to put your control and put your energy because you've probably been wasting it trying to fix a habit, right? Why am I so lazy and sit down on the couch when I get home, right? Why do I nibble when I cook dinner, right? Whatever crazy habit you're trying to trying to improve. So you have to realize that it's the emotion and then you have to build new connections between the emotion and then what the brain views to do with that emotion. So think about the last time you you perpetuated the habit that you didn't want. What was the emotion that led to it? Think about it right now. What was it? Were you tired? Were you sad? Were you procrastinating? Were you feeling anxious, depressed, right? Like what was the emotion that caused the habit that you want to get rid of? Now think about that emotion, that emotion, just the emotion and say, okay, what am I going to do with this emotion? Why does my brain automatically think that that habit has to happen when I feel this emotion and go back into your past and go think about it? Well, because when you used to consciously make the decisions, that's the habit that you chose. So it's just doing what you trained it to do. So now it's just time to retrain it, which is totally doable. Ah, now we're in control. Now it's not just some impulse that we can't control. Like we're animals. We're smarter than that. You are smarter than that. So see what the emotion is that is attached because then you can identify it faster, right? Because when we get home, or when something at the end of the day, we're like, oh, I'm tired. You say the emotion, right? We always say the emotion, but now you know that that emotion is a stimulus to the brain too. So you can preemptively predict what you're gonna do now. And if you can preemptively predict it, you can preemptively strike in some manner so that that cycle, the pattern, plays out just a little different. So what am I going to do with that emotion next time? That's what you need to ask yourself. And I want to share a story because this was really crazy to to illustrate my point here. So I was talking to a woman about potentially joining Fit Queen. And um, I was getting to know her. I was asking her questions about her life. And she had no idea how to put herself first. She had five children. She had an unsupportive husband. She was going to school and she was working and running the household. It was crazy. And she was probably 70 pounds overweight. So she was really, really struggling to to, to put herself first in any manner. And so I was asking her, right? I was like, do you ever make time for yourself? And she said, absolutely not. Absolutely not, that's selfish. I don't have time to make time for myself, right? And I was like, yeah, I'm sure I would feel that way too if that was my life. And so we were trying to talk through it and, and she agreed. She's like, yeah. I guess I do need to put myself first. Otherwise, nothing changes, right? If I don't take a stand, I'm gonna keep putting myself on the back burner. And so at the end, we agreed. Okay, so clearly the only way out of this is to somehow start to put yourself first in some way, in some baby step. And so I said, are you ready to do that? And she said, no. And what was so crazy about this is the thought of her putting herself first was felt legitimately wrong. It felt so unnatural, even though it logically made a ton of sense, right? We can all agree right now that that was the wrong move on her end, but logic doesn't really make us make the decisions. It's the emotions around it. And so it literally felt so unnatural. Like she had developed a gut instinct of putting herself last. So she had trained her gut. You know that woman's intuition? It's very, it's very real. It's very powerful. She has trained her woman's intuition to do her wrong, to betray her. That is how deep that connection went. When she felt that emotion of uncom- uh, discomfort, of stress, of anxiety, of being overwhelmed, of thinking about, oh my God, what does putting my first even, myself first even look like? That emotion triggered her brain to say, this is so wrong. This is all wrong. We cannot do this. Turn away. This is unnatural, no way, unsafe. So she literally programmed her body to betray her over time. Her body is sending her the wrong signals. How crazy is that? And so I want you to take that and apply it to you right now. Where in life do you feel that there's something like it's unnatural to do this or it feels off, something feels off in your, in your, in your life and you can't put, it, put your finger on it, or something feels wrong or something really triggers you and makes you defensive or something like that. Where in your life does something feel unnatural? And maybe you don't have an example on your head right now, on the top of your head. And that's okay, because these don't come up very often, but they're there somewhere. And you'll know when it comes up. We all have them. And what I would do and, and challenge you to do is examine that. Examine that emotion. When we actually, are when our gut instinct is talking to us, when we seem to have made a decision very quickly or we feel a certain way, but don't know why, right? Like that just doesn't feel right. We've all been there. We, we know like, oh, that's not right or that's dangerous. I don't know why I can't put my finger on it, but I feel it. I would challenge you to examine and analyze that feeling. Is it the thing that's really wrong? Is it the thing causing the emotion or is it just the emotion to begin with? Is it the emotion? You need to separate the thing from the emotion because the emotion is gonna trigger your brain to follow the same path you've been taking in that area. Maybe the thing isn't the bad thing. Maybe the thing that you feel that is wrong or unnatural or off, it's just how you feel about the thing. Are you strong enough and wise enough to separate the two. One is an emotion. One is just a thing. Maybe that very connection is the thing that has been holding you back. Maybe that very connection is the reason that you've never been able to break this habit. Maybe nothing is bad. Maybe it's just the way that our brain is responding to our emotion. And our emotion is just a stimulus to our environment. But at this point in your life, you've had pretty much every stimulus you're ever gonna have. And you felt every emotion you're ever gonna feel, right? And so your brain is never gonna act new because it's already been exposed to everything. It's already like a computer program running in the background telling you what to do, how to think, how to act. That is how crazy and complicated this brain is. So your brain will not literally f- physically produce a new action or thought because there's been nothing new to draw from. You will never feel a new emotion again you will never feel a new stimulus again. And so how can you expect your brain to break a cycle, to break a habit if there's nothing new being fed to it? If you're letting it run on autopilot? No change can happen unless there is actual change to begin with. But how on earth could you expect yourself to come up with the change when there's nothing else that could possibly stimulate the change anymore. How crazy is that? And that's so funny when women come to me and say, I'm just going to try it by myself for a little bit. And then, and then I'll come back. It's like, okay, I'll see you. I'll see you soon. I'll see you soon. Don't you worry. You're going to be back there. We can't do it by ourselves after a certain age because our brain is now a computer program and it's just on autopilot, and it needs an outside stimulus, which is, you know, your coach talking to you and poking at your brain. That's an example of one. To separate the emotion from the thing. Because the thing can be new. The thing can be new. There can be new thoughts given. There can be new habits given. But the emotions are always going to come back to the same thing. And then the emotions will go back to our brain and tell us to do what we're used to. So even though there's a new thing, it's the same emotion, which is the same response. So we end up, maybe we break the cycle for a second, but we end up back in the loop based off our emotion. So what I want you to take away from this call, ladies, is recognize the emotion of each thing that you do. Every decision you make. Why did you choose to eat breakfast this morning? Why did you choose to sit on the couch instead of working out? Why did you choose to to work overtime today? Whatever the decision you made, ask yourself what emotion caused that decision. And just by noticing that, you're gonna notice the trend you've been building. You're gonna notice the pattern that you've been strengthening for years. And so recognize it and realize, oh, it's the emotion that caused me to do that. I'm not a slave to the habit. And then take that emotion and be aware of where it leads you. Be aware of where it leads you because it will lead you in the exact same place because that is all that you know. So what are you adding to your life? What is the outside stimulus that is going to cut the tie between the thing and the emotion? And where in your life, in your gut, in your woman's intuition, maybe have you programmed yourself wrong? You know, we question everything except that which we never think to question. And that goes so deep. I, we can't even comprehend how deep that goes. We question everything except the things that we don't think need questioning at all. And those are the things we need to question the most. And that's what I'm asking you to do here. Question every belief that you have. Every, every solid reason you think you should do something, question it. Question it. Play devil's advocate. Go deep in your subconscious. Start to reprogram that computer with some outside stimuli, some changes, external changes. And when you do that, you actually strengthen that intuition and that gut instinct better than you've ever had before. The second I started questioning my own values, my own identity, which is earth shattering, by the way, it's not a good feeling to, to, to totally question who you think you are and what you're made of. It really sucks. But when you do that, you realize that you can do things differently and you realize there's no such thing as bad things or bad habits. They're just habits that are happening as a, as a response to how you feel and you are in control of how you feel. Let me tell you. Just because something happens doesn't mean it sucks. It means it was your brain's automatic response. So, after this call ladies, I want you to really sit down and number one, think about what is something in your life that you've never questioned? What's one, even a character trait, an identity trait, a value of yours that you've never questioned? Uh, uh, a political view, a religious view. Like that's how crazy this gets. Question it, question it. And then ask yourself, what's the emotion that comes up from it? It's usually not a good one. And then figure out when you feel that emotion, what is your brain telling you to do? And now you can begin to outsmart your brain and actually be in control of your decisions again, just by slowing down that process and being aware of that process. We think there's something wrong with us and we think we have to focus on finding a new habit or fixing the habit, when really it has nothing to do with that. Just interrupt the pattern and recognize how you're feeling more. That's it. We hide from our emotions. Bad emotions are not bad. Bad emotions are beautiful because they allow us to understand what a good emotion feels like. It's our perception? Don't ignore how you feel. All the answers are there. All the answers you need, whatever you've been stuck with right now, all the answers are in just understanding the connection between your actions and your emotions. And then realizing, oh, that emotion does not have to always result in that. I'm not a slave to that because this emotion isn't even a bad thing. I've had worse. That's where it begins. Strengthen your gut instinct. Strengthen that woman's intuition. There's a difference between a thing and an emotion and and play that game. Don't skip it. Don't accept that this is how things have to be. You can change it any time, at any point. You can rewrite the computer system in your brain. You can give an upgrade to that program at any time. You can scan it for viruses anytime. It just takes effort and consciousness, which is what these are for. So now you have the consciousness. Explore how your day went today. Explore literally when's the last time you sat down and you said, this was my roller coaster of emotions today. This is the path of my emotions today. When have you ever done that? What did I feel like when I woke up? What did I feel like at school? And then you realize how much they go up and down. How like You don't even realize. And then once you notice they go up and down, you're like, oh, when they go up up and down, that's kind of normal. And if it's normal, I don't need to freak out and act so quickly on things. And that's the crazy part. So Karen says, do I make a different choice to rewire? Do I feel stressed so I choose a healthy habit? So do I make a different choice to rewire? So that's a good question. So usually you're not gonna be able to make a different choice, right? So if you're thinking of a specific habit in your mind, um, it's not gonna be, again, so this is kind of what I'm talking about. We can't look at the habit, right? Get the habit out of your mind. Pinpoint it as the one you don't like but then go deeper and say, what's the emotion that always leads to that habit? Maybe there's a couple, maybe there's just one. And then now you have the emotion and you can bird's eye view say, Oh, that's what caused it. Oh, I, w- I had a bad day at work. And so I had the, so I had a bag of chips, right? Does that logically make sense? And, and just by recognizing it, you can talk yourself through it more. And you slowly, slowly, um, you detach from it, right? The reason that the, the connection from emotion to the brain deciding for you, the reason that is so strong is because you didn't know it was there to begin with. So now, like literally just knowing that it's there has already started to create new neural pathways. Just knowing that. And then bringing it up into your mind when that habit shows up again. Oh, this is the emotion. It is literally just awareness which will slowly um, break the connection just slightly, just slightly. So the impulse is not as strong because the impulse is the automatic decision our brain made for us. The impulse, we don't have power over. What we have power over is recognizing what caused it and then acknowledging that more often. That's all that it is because we can't just snap our fingers and say, I'm going to do this next time I feel this emotion. You totally can, but what I'm saying is the brain sometimes doesn't even give you time to think that way. The brain already has convinced you that this is what we have to do. And there's no convincing you otherwise, right? In the moment, there's no convincing you otherwise sometimes. Even if you have the best intentions right now, when this scenario pops up, it generally won't happen. So you just have to be aware of it and come back to it, right? After the habits passed, then you're like, oh shit, I did that habit again. You're like, okay, what's the emotion that caused it? Okay, is that fair? Is that logical? What, and then you can say even a step further, is that emotion justified, right? And now you can get logical into it, right? Like, should I have felt that overwhelmed and that stressed to get me me here? Or was that an illogical reaction? Did I overreact? Did I worry for nothing, right? Because how many times do we worry for nothing? How many times do we worry ourselves for absolutely no reason because we're afraid of worst case scenario, but worst case scenario never happens. And so over time, again, just by identifying this, you have more clear data, right? You're like, oh, I felt this way again. Oh, I over-worried again. And then you have all this data and evidence to prove that these emotions are not justified. And when you truly believe that the emotion is not justified or it's an overreaction or it's not even needed, then when you start to have those feelings about it, then that's when the natural rewiring is happening in the brain because you're questioning it and the brain is realizing that you're reacting to these emotions differently. So you have to, it's, it's crazy. You have to have a different emotion to your emotion. That's how you rewire